and swole. Jacked and swole. Carson, you might know me from my biceps or triceps. <laughs> 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 Greetings, my friends. Jason Archer here with Hardwater Radio. We are broadcasting live from CrossFit North Phoenix inside Hardwater One in the Valley of the Sun. I'm joined today by Mary Francis and Carson Kemp. So I'm going to let these guys take a moment and just tell you a little bit about themselves. And we're going to jump into what's happening in the new year with everyone running around looking for gyms. Trying to get their fitness on. Get that fitness <laughs> on, yeah. It's been crazy, Yeah, huh? it sure has. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Mary, as Jason introduced. I am the head coach here at CrossFit North Phoenix. Um, been doing CrossFit for about eight years, I'd say, and a gym owner now here in the Valley for about two and a half. Um, joined by one of my best friends and my business Aww. partner. You, sure you want to call him that? Yeah. Call him my best friend. Come on. Yeah. Um, Carson Kemp. Um, I have been a gym owner for 12 years. That's kind of fun. Um, Has it been that long, really? Yeah. It's wow. been 12 years the other day. I was like looking at my, I got out of the military and I started a gym. Mm. Duh. That's like, what right you do after you get the military. Yeah, I am the movement specialist here at Hardwater. Um, I also the head coach over at CrossFit FSI. Um, it's been really fun with all the new people coming in for the new year. It's been a really, really fun thing. Um, I've had a personal training gym for a long time, so this is a totally different beast when it comes to uh, how many people and you know the energy level that pops up and you know people don't know where they're supposed to be or. Um, uh, they're, you know, they have these big, huge goals, and they uh, they're trying to achieve them, and they they don't they don't quite know the first step. Well, they actually do know the first step. The first step is coming to our gym. So. <laughs> right? Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Very cool. So the energy's been up, huh? It's, it's been, been yeah, high. it's been great. It's been really good. I know it's been crazy uh, based on what you were telling me, Mary. You had an interesting experience <laughs> to start it's the year. It's been crazy. It sure has. <laughs> I don't think we exactly experienced um, the influx of new people over the last two years it, during no, January. New Year's didn't. was, it wasn't a thing because in my mind it's easier to, if you're going to make a resolution A, to go somewhere that's low accountability. Um, and no offense if you if you like the LA fitness type, the 24-hour uh, fitness type, the global, gym. the global gym type of place, it's lower accountability. You pay somebody 10 to $20 a month. To leave you alone. To leave you alone, exactly. You don't. <laughs> you're not being held accountable, and ten to twenty dollars a month is nothing. You probably spend that in Starbucks in a day. So, it leaves your account. You turn a blind eye to it, and you don't go. Now, when you go to a CrossFit gym, the price is a little higher, obviously, because it's more one-on-one. -on -one. The accountability is a lot higher. Me, for instance, I'm I'm really close with pretty much all of my clientele. If I don't see you in a three to four day span, I'm on the horn asking you where you are and if everything is okay. Send a text message. Uh, yeah, exactly. Are you, are you dead? Are you alive? Like, what's going on? Why aren't you in the gym? So it took me off guard because we have had like 30 to 40 new people in the gym in the last awesome. 20 days alone. Yeah, that's um, And it's, it's made my head spin a little in a good way. I'm not saying it's a problem because it's well, a it's great an problem to right? have, but it is. It's an adjustment for sure. Yeah, for um, sure. And it, adjustments that make me, I know, better uh, to, be, to be forced to grow as a coach and, and learn how to handle a class of five new people and a class of five uh, intermediate people and a class of five experienced people. They're all, they all need a different piece of me as a coach. So yeah. it's really made me grow for sure even in just the last two well, weeks it's also changed your dynamic of your class right yeah you have 
Um, when you have 10 people in a class and you have 60 minutes, you have six minutes to technically spend with each person, right? So now you add five more people to that, your <laughs> time, time is cut, cut in half, half, half a little bit, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. So um, the people that are used to getting a higher elbows cue or a, you know, use your feet cue are, they're not getting it and then you're, you know, but you might see that they still need that. Mm -hmm. So it, it become, it, it gets, it can become a lot very quickly. Uh, yeah. I saw in the military a lot. I had 50 soldiers and they're all trying to get better because that's their job and their life. Um, but you can't get to everybody when you have 50 people and there's only you. You have to have your NCOs. In the military, we have our NCOs to help us out. Um, um, and that's their job to, to help. So <laughs> I mean, a class of 15 doesn't sound like anything compared well, to just, 50, it's just different. however it's just it different. is. And we run it the diff a different yeah. way too, right? I don't, I don't, when I, after I teach you a move, you, you're going to do it the way I said. And right. if you're not, you're you're gonna have one of those NCOs on your case very quickly. <laughs> and with sure. getting aggressive very quickly. So but it's not like this is a people get to come here. There they have to do it. That's true. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? So that's a different that's a different world. It's a privilege. It's yeah. a privilege there <laughs> yeah, for right. sure. I could give somebody the same cue eight hundred times and they'll still not play right. <laughs> well, but it's it's a, but you also also you give the cue to that one person once and it's they clicks. they click it clicks in their head, right? And yeah. and sometimes it takes a different coach or a, di a different cue. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so it's interesting that we immediately went to this place, right? Because we were talking before the podcast about how the beginning of the year means, you know, the first part of January at least is going to be slam full in the gym. Everybody's got their resolutions, their goals right. going, right? And we didn't really think about how that would impact us as coaches and owners and what we would need to do to accommodate. I think our goals right? need to change maybe a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> maybe, well, I need to be able to handle more people at once. Well, we, or... <laughs> we've talked before about how you have to change the dynamic regardless because I've, I mean, you didn't come on much prior a whole lot longer than I did you were here probably two or three months before I came on board um, and we both came on when there not was even, like I don't think. 10 people we had 10 members if that now two years down the road it's we're at 105 so we've talked before about how we've needed to adjust and be a very different gym from 0 to 25 to 25 to 50 to 50 to 75 it doesn't work the same way yep. your systems don't aren't compatible with the influx and the increase in, in members so that stressed us and it's made us become better business owners mm -hmm. and coaches whether we'd like to admit it or not yeah that's very true and it also causes us to you know ask that question you know are people where they're supposed to be yeah. right so are we actually what someone should be looking for or are we serving I, them right? yeah I tell people I ask I ask people that in every eval that I do um, you know what what are your goals um, you know, is this a good fit for you, right? That's a big, is CrossFit a big, a good fit for you? And is my CrossFit a good fit for you or Mary's CrossFit or uh, whoever's CrossFit, right? Um, I always tell people this is if my f CrossFit isn't a good fit for you, go try another one. There's a lot out there. Um, and if I had to guess, you'll probably find one that fits you pretty well. It comes in different flavors. It does. It does. Well, that's not a fact that a lot of people know either. Yeah. Um, I've had a conversation with a member here that said, well, I thought when I first heard of CrossFit that everybody did the same exact workouts. Every CrossFit gym was the same like the programming. Like the Catholic Church. <laughs> like the Catholic Church. Every Sunday we do the same. And that's, the same yeah. sermon. Right. But we don't. So yeah. we're, you know, we're housed under the, the term CrossFit, but we're an affiliate, so we pay the affiliation fee. Mm -hmm. And what that means for us is we get to be our own, the purveyor of our own destiny. Like, and have less money in the bank. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's that. There, there is that. There is that. But that's the benefit. I mean, that's the benefit of a global gym, right? Or a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. A global gym, you get to go to a gym and no one gets to. No one bothers you. Yeah. They don't care if you're there or not. In fact, that's their business model. Right. They want you to. They want to have forty thousand people. But if if all forty thousand people came to a, <laughs> a two hundred thousand square foot gym facility, yeah, they wouldn't out. fit. Exactly. They only want about four to ten percent of you to come in ever. It's ten percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, Those it's are the ridiculous. Numbers. Yeah, I, I was re- going to mention that study that that it's, was done. It's mm-hmm. insane. That literally, it's insane. is the business model. They don't want you there. They just want to sell enough memberships mm-hmm. to actually cash flow really well. And then, like you said, if everyone crashed the door, the place would fall. Would fall apart, yeah. Well, and that's why, I mean, January's in a global gym probably do feel like they're going to fall because so many people have come beat down the door, mm-hmm. and they're not ready for it. Right, right, they're, yeah, the comments all over the place was yeah. like, you know, I'm going to go to the global gym or I'm going to go to the gym after the first two weeks of January. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's Their personnel sure. aren't prepared. Their front desk people aren't prepared. Yeah. Like... I think that's what it's cool. One of the cool things about CrossFit gyms that we want you to come. That's yeah. it. That's, that's the main difference. That's I mean that's yeah, really the main difference. Right? We our our goal is to get you in, you know, three to five times a week. We had our best day last week. We had seventy one people through the door, and that was the that's most we've awesome. ever had in any awesome. given day. It was Martin Luther King Day, so people were off, off. And, and every class was at its full capacity. Now we just hit a hundred members last week. I think we're around one hundred and five now, which is awesome. But think. 70 that's 70 percent that's 70 percent of our clientele versus in 10. the door on that day and right. i was i was blown away by that yeah we had all of our people pretty much come in the morning mm-hmm. so in three classes it was pretty much everybody within three classes there was a few stragglers at the end of the day right but that day i was we were like that our it was super fun because it's always fun when I have that many people in there. Well, and therein the lies the difference between the global gym and the CrossFit model. Yep. There's there's a lot of other differences, but I think that's the biggest one. We want you here versus we don't want you here. Sure. Yeah. And so having said that, like doing that initial compare and contrast, right, what would you say the biggest benefit, <clears throat> excuse me, to someone coming into a CrossFit gym versus someone going into a global gym actually is? You know, what is it that they're actually well, I, buying with that membership? Yeah, I think it depends on your goal. Right. If your if your if your goal is to let's say you're you're weak when it comes to uh, being consistent, I think a global gym is probably not a great place for you um, because it's it's a it's a place where consistency doesn't really live. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's always open, which is nice, um, but you don't have you're probably not going there with a couple of your good friends, and maybe or maybe you are. Maybe you get lucky, but then what happens is your friends start dropping off. And you're the one going there by yourself, um, right? Um, Which is a, the story, right? Exactly, right. But if you if you go to a CrossFit gym, you're probably going to find like-minded people that are trying to achieve maybe not your goal exactly, um, but they're going to help you with. They can step with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I had I mean, we had people this year. Their goals were, I, I thought it was funny at first. Well, Liz thought it was funny at first, and then she was like, I don't know if I like this. Um, she was like one of the, one of the. I guess they've been around for like six months now. Um, we're like, I want to beat another person in the my class, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's kind of an awesome goal. It is, yeah. Really, um, you know, in, in this particular situation, it was a very strong athlete compared to a person that was, you know, a, a beginner athlete. So they don't they didn't have the training age or or the experience to really keep up. But it gave them something to strive for, right? And they've been super consistent 
ever since they wrote that down. Right. Um, but that can only happen in a situation where you see the same people repeatedly. Exactly. Right? Like, you, you have to see this person and know where they're at to want to chase them down. Yeah, right. And then you ha- they have to be there long enough for you to compare, right? Oh, no, and it's really hard at a global gym when you're doing biceps and, and chest press every day trying to press <laughs> that one girl that walks by once. Dear. Yeah, one girl. That poor one girl. That one girl. God, I've been that girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to like. What's up? <laughs> Doing bicep curls again. <laughs> Thousand one. <laughs> so. Well, the, the other problem is the novice athlete. There is a plethora of knowledge at our fingertips at any given time. You can yeah. open up Google and and Google anything that you want, but. Where people's goals lie might not be wanting to learn to that point. So when you walk into a global gym and you see all the different type of machinery and the stairmasters and the treadmill, yeah. it's super intimidating. Because what do you go do? You've seen bicep. Everyone's done bicep curls. curls. So maybe you go do bicep curls. Maybe you do some sit-ups. Maybe you walk on the treadmill. Well, you don't, but you're not programming of... for yourself. Yeah, there's right. no there's no. no linear programming there. There's no progression. There's no. That's I mean, probably another huge. That's a huge part of a CrossFit gym for me is the programming. Well, that's um, the difference in the cost, really. Yeah, you're right. you're literally paying someone to coach you and and, right. and and program for you and program for you and kick you when and you... structure right and exactly you know that's how uh, we program for our gym. You know, sixty percent of the time we're doing practice, we're practicing moves that happen to be in CrossFit, but we're ha- practicing whatever it is, right. whether it's breathing hard or a skill work, um, lifting Olympic lifting bar. Um, uh, warm-ups, cool-downs, warm-ups, all that fun stuff. Flexibility, yeah. mobility. You know, thirty percent of the time we're doing our competition, right? Um, where we're competing, where that where that one client is trying to compete the other <laughs> experienced client, um, and then we have the mental toughness side, mm-hmm. and that mental toughness side is gonna, you know, I don't remember last time you went to a global gym, but I don't think you see a lot of people going past their you red know, line, their red no, line very often not. because they're by themselves, not able. It's hard to push yourself like that. Well, and too, it's all isolation movements. Oh, yeah. There's no big compound movements, really. You know, they, they, you know, they, a few yeah. There. A lot of gyms stare away from it. Um, one's for insurance reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and two is a squat's complex. Uh, power cleans can be complex. Not, not super complex, but they're a lot more complex than a bicep curl. Certainly. I right. like how we keep reverting to a bicep curl. <laughs> How are people going to know who we are? Bicep curl people. Bicep curls. But I mean, I think that's the, that's, you know, one of the really great things about CrossFit is you can come in and let's say you're having a low energy day and you're, you're not really, you know, having a, let's say you're having a terrible week, whatever it is, you know, you can go to your gym and you can get a great workout in because your coach is going to be there for you. Right. And the, you know, Mary's going to be there for well. me. Your community's going to be there <laughs> yeah, for you, yeah. For sure. I said to somebody yesterday that I was not only their coach, but their first aid, their therapist, their babysitter. <laughs> like, confidant, being a coach is... Psychologist. Is, uh, yeah, confidant. Seriously, yeah. like, being a coach is all-encompassing, and I think that's a cool part about being an owner as well as just coming to a CrossFit gym because you get all that in one. Absolutely. Yeah. It really is a community. I mean, did you guys, you guys didn't start in CrossFit gyms, right? Did yes, you? we did. Did you really? We, we did. started the same CrossFit gym. We did start at the same CrossFit so, gym. But no that, was, that was the initial time, that wasn't your first exposure to fitness as well. Oh, no, 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 no. Right? Oh, well, it was, no. no, yeah. 
No, so like what, what I'm saying is like when when we first went into the fitness world, uh, right, seeking fitness. Yeah. You know, I don't think anyone. My my first experience was definitely not CrossFit. Yeah. Well, CrossFit only so, came about what like 2008. Fifteen years ago. Yeah. 16. Well, it got I big 2008. Was- yeah. Not big. Yeah. It wasn't big at all in well, 2008. They had the it's first all relative, competition, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first. That was. So 2006, yeah, 2007. Was. So my first exposure to fitness was through sports. Um, right. Yeah. I played, I played college uh, softball, but before that it was high school and then Parks and Rec and all that good stuff. But it's funny because you take a look back at that and. You don't look like a softball player, Mary. Thanks. She does. So the, so the Dice <laughs> on Spikes reference. Yeah. <laughs> Heard that a lot. <laughs> uh, but looking back on that, the strength and conditioning, and I'm doing air quotes right now because that's not what it was at I all. It was, like a, it was like a piece of paper with you needed to do this, this, and this, yep. but the sets and reps were not there. The coaches just kind of stood in the corner and maybe watched you. It was kind of a free-for-all. Like I didn't know what I was doing and yeah. or why I was doing it. So... I guess, you know, when I when I quit playing the collegiate sport, it was hard for me to transition into something because you wanted that team, you wanted that push, you wanted that camaraderie, and I did. I signed up for an LA Fitness membership, and I probably used it four times in four years. Right, right. Because that just wasn't there for yeah. me. I, so when I found CrossFit, it was like, you have arrived. Mm-hmm. Hello. This is your people. This is your space. Like, this is exactly what you needed to transition into. So question, so how did you know yeah. that these I mean, were your people? It took like me a couple in, right? of like free what Saturdays. Was it, what was it about that gym or about the community or about programming or the movements that you were like, just, it was you know, fun. this is for me? It was yeah. fun. The camaraderie was there. The push was there. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't slack without somebody calling you out on that. And as a collegiate athlete, like people calling you out thrive. is not a thing. You thrive yeah. off of people calling you out and saying, okay, you can go a little faster. I know you can push yourself a little bit harder. Right. You know, it, it was about being around people doing the same thing, suffering through the same workout, there's, and then yeah, feeling that, that yeah. glory at the end of, damn, I just finished something really hard and I feel really accomplished because of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that was, I, I'm, I'm the exact opposite of her when it comes to how it you started. You never played softball? I never played softball. You were no. never a dyke on a spike? You were never a female? <laughs> Uh, never <laughs> exact opposite. Dang it. Um, I grew up with a strength conditioning coach as a dad. Mm-hmm. So every time I was like, I want to be a professional surfer, he'd be like, instead of being like, that's ridiculous, he'd be like, well, this is what you need to do. And Carson, do you know there's not an ocean very close to us? <laughs> but There's no oceanfront property in there? No, weird. I'm George Drake. Um, I trained by myself all the time because I had him telling me what to do. He right. was my programmer. So he was your accountability partner. He was. In a way. He was. He right. was. Yeah. We had because we had gyms and we had trainers and I would train with the trainers and all that kind of fun stuff on top of the sports that I would play. Um, and then I went to the military and military is probably a lot more f- similar to CrossFit than most workout programs that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got out of the military and you do that because that's your if you don't do that you it's a lot easier to kill you. Um, so then I got out of the military and I remember one of my ranger buddies being like, what? You don't CrossFit? You totally have to CrossFit. You go to a gym and don't CrossFit? What? And I remember going to a gym that Mary was at. And it was a, it was a, I was like, they were like, well, this is the workout. And I was like, okay, what's the workout? Pull-ups He's like, and running. it was pull-ups and running. And I was like, I am so good at this. I am going to be awesome at this. And I was looking around the room and I'm, you know, doing the typical alpha male thing, like, 
size yeah, them up. Yeah, I got you. I wasn't even looking at, unfortunately for me, I was really very naive, and I wasn't even looking at the small females next to me. And then I noticed them very quickly as they started to pass me. So, I mean, that was, that was you know, my, how I got into it, but it's, uh, it's, it's a lot more fun when you get to suffer with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, very, I think, I, I, I know that I'm, I'm like this way, so, or I'm like this way. I like to suffer by myself sometimes, but I know most people don't. They all, like, at the gym, when I do a workout by myself, they're like, oh, you did that by yourself? That's so much harder. <laughs> For me, I... I that a lot, too. <laughs> because people think when you I have a gym, a gym, I always get to I work out. I always get to work out. At any point in time, I can just throw down and work out. That is not the case whatsoever. So yeah. I find myself having to train when I have the opportunity to do so, whether that's at 5 a.m., whether that's at 8 p.m. Like, I, if I need to get a workout in and I can't do it throughout the day mm-hmm. based on the fact that I'm coaching or, mm-hmm. or working on the business, like... I'm gonna I'm gonna train when I have the opportunity to, right, and I get yeah. that a lot too. You're like, like last you, on your own list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it comes to training, you you, really you did that workout by yourself. Self. Oh my god, that's <laughs> terrible. And I'm like, I know, but you got to turn the mind off and just go. You got to move. That's true. That's true. Well, I think too is that's uh, when you're co when you're at a global gym mm-hmm. and you're doing a workout and you start struggling with it, right? Like let's say you're doing back to bicep curls. And you're struggling. <laughs> Here we go. Again. And you're struggling on your fifth set of of twenty one reps. You also don't notice that you're breaking down, right? Um, that's the other benefit of the CrossFit gym. We are watching, mm-hmm. even though we can't maybe watch you every second. We're always um, watching. We're always watching, we're right? Always watching. Um, and you know, I this morning we were doing we were doing um, some running, and you know, it's a it's a time I get to when we're warming up is I get to time. I watch a client. They need just a little cue on how what how they're running. Sure. So I get to give them that. You go to Global Gym. Only the only uh, instruction you're gonna get is from some creepy guy. <laughs> your girl. I've been um, that girl. Yeah, yeah. Being like, well, no, you need to do it this way. Right. Check out how huge my arms are, my small calves. Sure. Sure. Unless you're paying, you know, all well, kinds of money for a personal for your trainer. Own trainer. Even right? then, yeah. I have I've paid a personal trainer, and I have found that that personal trainer was not the best he could possibly be at his job. I mean, there's this, stereotypes exist for a reason. And I think you can paint the picture of a personal trainer in not his workout clothes, but his nice slacks with a shirt tucked in, maybe with a clipboard in one hand and his phone in the other. Which one's he looking at? And a fucking whistle. (laughs) Why do you whistle? I don't know. What are you whistling at me for? (laughs) You know? And I found that to be very true. And it was like $280 a month for somebody just to kind of like half-ass tell me what to do. Not, I mean, not give me like, I'm in people's faces when I know they can push more. When people have told me that they want me to be harder on them so they can go above and beyond, I'm that's, there. That's I'm the, on it. That's the benefit of having a CrossFit gym too, is right? Like you get to see that person's progression yeah. and you know that, what they okay, can and Johnny, can't do. For, yeah, yeah, Johnny is sick. Who was sick this last week? And it goes the other way, right? When Johnny was sick last week and he's pro- his nervous system's probably crushed from this. I, I It's okay for me to him. let him just move today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? But, Max next to him, hey, Max has been killing the gym. He's on his nutrition. He's on, he's on the cross ball doing his mobility. I know I can get in his face and I can push him just a little bit harder. Sure. Sometimes I have to trick clients and make them do things they don't even want to do because mm-hmm. they don't even know that they can do it. Well, that is a trick, right? Right. Getting someone to move through their own self-imposed barriers. That's right. That's not going to happen if you're working out by yourself. No. Just, you're going to hit that mental wall and it's just going to stop and you're going to be... 
oh, well, I'll just mail it in from here. Mm -hmm. But that, you know, we had talked about these differences between, you know, the global gym versus the CrossFit scenario. And we've laid out some key points, like the accountability piece is huge. Both of you guys had that piece. That was my experience as well. I came from sport as well. The accountability piece was huge. And then the next piece was the camaraderie piece. You know, it definitely is easier to suffer with people than it is to suffer alone. And then that, the third piece that you laid out was, you know, the coaching piece, right? Having someone with eyes on you, right? So key. Not, you're not going to get that by standing in front of a mirror and squatting. You're yeah. just not going to get it, right? That's right. So what are some of the other things that you guys have noticed that, you know, someone who's looking to come into a CrossFit situation might really, you know, latch on to and, and, and really see the benefit of? I think the first thing you have to address when it comes to, if you're an athlete already, you have to decide whether you're going to be looking for a competitive gym or a general, like a, a GP gym, GPP gym. So why don't you explain the difference between those two concepts? Because I don't know if a lot of people actually understand what you mean when you say that. Okay, so we have our general fitness, okay? Um, our general fitness is our day-to-day -day, um, athlete. They're trying to look good naked. Um, they maybe have, you know, maybe have the weight they want to lose. Maybe they have strengths they want to... I have I have a I have a client right now. Her only goal is to is to be able to lift her grandkids up. That's her goal, right? And she's she's 65 years old. That's what she wants to do. So that's why she comes to my gym. So because I help her with her goals. Um, having a gym that fits your goals is uh, the other I think the other biggest part. Um, because if they're not aligned with you, because I'll, we'll go back to the the competitive side. But a lot of the competitive stuff is. These guys, or these gyms, their goal is to make the open, right? Or a team, um, potentially the impossible task of, of potentially going to the games. Um, the amount of work that goes into that is huge. And most people do not have that kind of time. Most people have what? They come in, they get 45, they get an hour a day, mm -hmm. because uh, eight hours well, a day, they're what? They're working. sitting or working. Um, they got another ad hour of traveling, and then it doesn't leave much time to watch them eat their TV dinner, and hopefully not. <laughs> I don't um, think most people even halfway realize what the difference is between a competitor's day in the gym and no, just GDP yeah. at all. Like, no, I don't no think idea. that even... No, I mean, uh, you know, multiple workouts, um, and then with multiple workouts, you get multiple sessions of recovery, right? Mm -hmm. You have a tremendous amount of food that needs to be prepared. It's right. basically now for it's these games athletes, job. it's a full-time job, yeah. right? And people like, oh yeah, I got, I was so close to Rich Froning's Fran time, and and they think, oh my goodness, I could be a potential CrossFit athlete, but they don't realize that Rich Froning probably doesn't have to go to school or work for, for work, <laughs> or you know, that's well, his job. That his work. working that out is, is his job. job. And that Rich Froning's Fran time that he put down in the games was after three other days of three workouts that were absolutely <laughs> exactly. insane that they broke just, his they, body, right? Exactly, right? Like they, yeah, it was probably the fourth workout of the day for him. Exactly, and, not yeah. the first. It, yeah, and, and that's what people don't understand. And, and I think that's what people have to understand. Now, don't be wrong. I think a competitive gym is wonderful if it fits your lifestyle. Absolutely. Um, well, and that's when somebody has to get really honest with what their goals are. Yes. Mm -hmm. Are your goals realistic? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to Stephen Covey them to a bit, right? Like begin with the end in mind, sort of a piece. Yeah, right. right? I mean, and, and what it's are the hard. Steps it Some... takes to get there, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you got the you have the athlete, 
like you have the high school athlete or the college athlete that comes in and unfortunately they think they can go right back to the way they were from their collegiate level, right? And, and they're good movers and they're strong and they pick up stuff fast and they pick up skills fast. Um, and, but they also now work eight hours a day, right? Right, and they probably have a kid, so they don't sleep eight to 10 hours a day like they used to when they were a collegiate athlete. <laughs> you know, they probably don't have the best nutrition. Right, you and know, bending machines a little close to the desk. Exactly, right? Junior kept me up all night. Exactly. And they're coming in, they're like, well, I want to push it. I want to push it hard on this, you know, shoulder overhead movement. And you're like, maybe not today. Those big bags in your eyes, probably not telling this, you know, the same story. You're moving a little slower. Maybe the nervous system's a little turned up. Sure. Right? I mean, that, for a lot of people, that doesn't fit their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you're, a, if you're in college and all you do is work out, then I think competitive gym is awesome. Sure. <laughs> For sure. And, and this touches on what you're talking about, right? Like knowing your purpose, but also having a coach's eyes on you, right? Like a coach can look at you and tell when your energy is down. A coach can look at you and tell when something's not working properly. Yeah. And you're not going to get that if you're paying, you know, 10 bucks a month. That'd be cool though, right? You like walk into the global gym and you like swipe your little card and they do like, oh man, your nervous system is taxed right now. I think you really need to slow down. That tech is probably coming. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I mean, the question is, would people actually use it? That's the that's right? probably the you more important. You do have to go question. to the gym to get the answer. See, that's the thing, right? I know what my nervous system's crushed, and I still don't stop sometimes. Right. So that's why I have a coach. But you when do we coach? grow, right? When do we grow, and 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 how does that look for you, right? Like, so if you go and crush yourself three, four days in a row, like you you know you want to you want to be a performer, you want to go to the CrossFit Games, you think your fan time is on par with Rich Froning's. He's done four days of four workouts or four days he's of not three workouts. <laughs> He's not tired yet. He's not tired yet. That's right. He's good to go. Yeah, you need to, go. to rest, right? Like right. There's, there's a certain amount of, of, well, time, of, like you said, training age that has right. to go into I think that, yeah, that. The, the training age part of it is that if you come into a gym and you've been... That's actually an insult. It is. When you think about it, right? Yeah. Like it's insulting to say, you know, <laughs> all right, I've been doing this for six months. But you know what? My friend time is is on par with Rich's. You know, at the end of the games and the last workout. That I've told people to slow down at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really big on foundation stuff here. So if you start moving too fast for your britches, something's gonna get thrown off. Something's gonna no, get thrown get out of whack. You're gonna get hurt. So mm-hmm. my biggest piece of advice to somebody who says that is just to slow down. Like it's not it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's something that we're gonna be in for the long haul. So. Like, it might look cool and feel good now, but... Right. It's hard for people to wrap their brain around getting a couple seconds faster. In CrossFit, you, and we both experienced this, is the first two years of CrossFit, you're constantly... Your gains are amazing. (laughs) You're constantly PRing. Um, You know, every time you touch a barbell, you're like, wow, my stats went up. (laughs) You know, my clean and jerk, I could power clean, you know, 100 pounds more than when I first started. Like, that, uh, I had a, for me, I had a background in power cleaning so I realized very quickly that 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 diminishes very quickly as you get as yeah. the better you get right for sure the better your movement gets your your gains go up very slowly you know in a little bit lifting world if you had a kilo a year that's pretty damn good you are crushing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah for sure right at a, at sure. a, at at a, a world champion at that very very high level Absolutely. but in your CrossFit gym you we we see people go up 50 pounds in a year and they're clean and jerk sure. just from moving better yeah and training age impacts that right? right so like if you take that whole analogy of there's average 
from average to good is usually a big jump, right? But the measurement from good to great yeah. is like minute. It's very. It's minute, exactly. right? Is that what you've seen with people that you've worked with? Oh, of course. I mean, that's uh, when it comes to those small reflections, right? We'll call them like that's a reflect. They think KPIs. that, yeah, right, yeah. From a business term, <laughs> they they see that reflection of their new self, potentially. Mm-hmm. Like if I keep going the way I'm going, right? Like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna look I'm like Rich Froning in like a year. <laughs> I'm gonna be huge, <laughs> huge and jacked, right? Huge, <laughs> huge, huge. But I think that it comes back to you know whether you want, if 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 that's your goal, then yeah, competitive gym is great for you. Mm-hmm. But if you know you're I think that's being realistic when it comes to a lot of these stuff. I was just going to say, that's what's good about being a coach. Not that I'm over here stomping on people's hopes and dreams. No. However, it pays to be a realistic opinion in somebody's life, too. Well, what, what, when did it become bad to be just good at stuff? <laughs> well, right? that's, like, that's the participation right? trophy yeah. stuff, Competent. I, I'm competent at got... moving. Yeah, everybody not, needs a participation participation trophy, though. It's like right. I know we this day and age is strange in the fact that everybody's got to like winning is evil, Carson. <laughs> what? Yeah, you cannot win. I know. So I don't like to that's, win. That's no. where I like being a coach <laughs> is that I can rein some people in yeah. just a little bit and have them maybe set goals that are a little bit more realistic for their well, we, situation. We only need them to get a percentage or two better a month. Sure. Really. Let's say they get 5% better, and if you keep them for four years, um, like I did with some of my, my basketball athletes, I, I, some of them now are going to college, and they're high school kids, but I had them for four years, right? And these kids, they're too big for their britches already. Aww, they're like giant, yeah. they're like giant drafts Griffin. that play basketball. Griffin, yeah. Um, but Griffin put in, the other day, he texted me, and he goes, I put 20 pounds on in the last year. It, it took him, but it took him three years to it ever did. put any weight on. Yeah. Right. Because his his body was growing so fast up, he couldn't his, his metabolic. Grow out. Yeah, he, he couldn't. Yeah. And then Danny the other day put a he 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 goes yeah, and I, I, he got he hurt his foot and he's he's running he's a runner, and he's like running again. He's like it's so much harder to run. Because you're bigger. Because you're I'm like, well, I'm like Danny, you're like 20 pounds bigger. And he's like, I know, but it's just it's just different. And it's hard to run. And I'm like, right. well, can you run faster? He goes, yeah. There you go. <laughs> right? So do that. But it's harder. It's harder. <laughs> but he, you know, obviously he hasn't been running, his conditioning isn't quite there yet. He'll he'll right. get back there and he'll find he'll equal you know the equilibrium he'll, he'll come back. Balance, but yeah. he he found CrossFit to be that was that missing piece for him, for his sport. I think that's the cool part for kids. Sure. That's the cool. I mean, that's what I think CrossFit's great for kids because one, they're going to pick a movement pattern super quick. Um, the parent doesn't have to be hovering over them um, to do it, um, which is really nice for the coaches and for the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can constantly get better at their sport, even though they're not doing their sport. Right. They can get better at sport. Functional fitness. Functional that's fitness. That's why it's so great. It's okay to take your joints through a full range of motion. <laughs> Not just bicep curls. Oh, God. <laughs> Very cool. So you guys have laid out quite a few um, key indicators that people can use when they're choosing a gym, right? And I think one of the things that I've experienced as I've talked to people who come through the door, anytime the, the word or the subject of CrossFit comes up, the instant 
knee-jerk reaction is Ooh. fear and terror. Yeah. And I'm going to get scary. hurt. And it's scary. And can I do this? And so what say you, after all these many years of coaching between the two of you, what has been your experience with new people? Anybody can do it. Absolutely anybody can do it. It's a mind over matter piece. The best part about CrossFit, what I like to convey to somebody who walks in the door and has that deer in the headlights look is never be intimidated by what's written down on the board because we can cater that to you. Nuts yeah. and bolts, it can be broken down. Be more curious than scared. Yeah. yeah. If you want something, you got to become a different person than you were yesterday. So mm -hmm. become that person. Let us help you become that person. We walk with you. We step with you. It's not something we just throw you through the gauntlet and say, good luck. Right. Have fun well, lifting that 500-pound deadlift. Yeah, well, I think that I think that's, that that's you have to find the gym that does that for you. Yeah, right. Sure. Not every CrossFit gym is the same. That's true. You're gonna have a lot. Of, you're gonna go to a lot of gym, or you potentially could go to a lot of gyms. Yeah. That I think these are gyms are on the out, personally, but the gyms that get you in a room. Write a workout. Write a workout on the board. Say go. Ready, set, go. Press the button. Beep, beep, beep. Go. I think are, is over. Yeah, I think as I think as the athletes in the games at that level have advanced, I think the average person has realized the dedication and commitment it takes to actually be competitive. Right. And so they've sort of, you know, those gyms who cater to that have either had to really go niche and only find a few people that they work with all the time, yep. or they've had to go the other way and start accommodating more average people. Yeah. Right. Or they, not, I mean, you can do both, but they have to, to have a have a system yeah, to do both. Absolutely. But also too, is, to be a games athlete, in my opinion, you don't have to go to the games. If you want to be a competitive athlete, like there's local competitions you can go to that are really fun. That's true, and they pay. And they, and they, and they <laughs> yeah, they, there's checks at the end. There's checks and fun stuff and gear and. But you don't get a gun when you win, man. Come on. That was the best gift ever. That was ever. the best gift ever. Hey, if it keeps going that way, you might get guns. I don't know. I mean, we do live in Arizona. Maybe we'll get an airsoft gun. Hey. Keep my secret, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, so, that's not publicable. Publishable. Just Whatever do it. Is. As like Nike says, just do it. Stop waffling on it. Stop yeah. going back and forth whether it's a good decision for you. Because if it's not, at least you tried. Yeah. yeah. At least you walked through the door. I would say... I mean, even a bad decision will elicit another decision, right? Yeah, yeah. Decision exactly. or bad decision. Every decision elicits another decision, so the worst thing you can do is remain in indecision kind of a thing. Yeah. I think, you know, the, there is stigmas in CrossFit. Um, and but are they warranted? That's the question. Well, a lot of it's yeah, from it depends a, on the gym a lot of public, to. you know, CrossFit. Yeah, it, it, it is the gym you go to. You know, the, the research that's been published... On it, there's a reason that CrossFit insurance is probably the best insurance I've ever had. Where can we take our clients? Mount Kilimanjaro, Jaro. damn it. <laughs> That's right, right. We're covered. No, I mean, I mean, there, there's a reason that they get to charge the rates they charge because the injury rate probably is not as high. I mean, the most hurt athletes in the world are runners. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like by a huge margin. But we we don't think running's bad for us. Right. Right, because it's just been around too long, right? Well, because we're just we're, we're designed to, to do it, right? We're designed right. to we're designed to run, but yeah, we were, but we probably weren't designed to run, you know, sixteen marathons in a row. Mm -hmm. That might be a little bit overkill, maybe. Yeah, yeah exactly. When, right, when, when your leg bones start to break from continual impact, impact. Well, I mean, it's I'll time give you. To stop. I'll, I always tell people this, right? I probably don't want to be a thousand pound squatter. Okay, I probably don't because. Literally, when they squat, I've, I've heard powerlifters talk about the flexion of their femurs, mm -hmm. right? And I probably don't want to be a four-minute miler because I'm pretty confident that person can't squat their body weight. 
Okay, but the I question was, is, whose grocery bill do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was listening to uh, Brian McKenzie. He was talking. It was, it was a long time ago on a podcast, and he was talking about he would order pizza, and have the guy, pizza guy, meet him. I don't know if it was him or someone else he was talking to, but the guy, the pizza guy, he'd run. And he'd literally have the pizza guy hand him the pizza and he'd eat it while he kept running. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even stop to eat my pizza. That's a system there. <laughs> there that's a way to do it. I think that's what we need, a CrossFit gym pizza place. <laughs> and then you have to eat. No, no, then we turn uh, into a Planet Fitness. Then we turn right. into a Planet Fitness. Oh, that's right. I forgot about, I was trying to combine no, no. the pizza. donuts while yeah. on the treadmill. Yeah, there that's you right. go. That's, that, that's the cool part about CrossFit, I think, that, that people don't understand is it's not a one-size-fit-all. Mm-hmm. No. Um, it, even though it seems like that, because like you said, yeah, the marketing makes it seem that way. And when you watch the games athletes on ESPN, it seems that way, right? Like right. you think you're going to walk through the door and have to do rope climbs. Yeah, right. And that's, <laughs> yeah, that's intimidating. That can be intimidating. No. There's a lot of movements in CrossFit that are super intimidating. There's a lot of movements in CrossFit that I don't think general people should even try to do. I agree with that 100. percent And that's up to the programmer and the coaches to communicate that between themselves to well, make sure learning, they know what's going on it's and learning what's their good population. for their population. It's learning their population. And as much as I'd like to say that, you know, most of our population is elite athletes, that's just not the case. Yeah, that's not the case. For sure. sure. For sure. So y'all are pretty good though. Just shameless plug. Y'all are pretty good. Yeah. Shout out to the CNP folks and the FSI folks. That's right. <laughs> you keep killing it, you guys. Keep killing it. That's right. All right, well, we've given people a lot to think about in terms of the differences between, like, your standard global gym and a CrossFit-style gym. So let's just recap for them and close this bad boy out. Yeah. So number one on the list to look for is what? If it fits your goals. Fits your goals. I think if a CrossFit gym fits your goals, then it's probably a good place for you to be. For sure. Number two would be what? I like the community camaraderie piece, the accountability. I think that's all encompassing within point number two. I agree. That's definitely what it was for me. Yeah. How about number three? I would probably say whether it's a competition gym or I guess that would probably go into your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only two. There's that's only all two. we have. No. <laughs> We're fresh out. We're fresh, fresh out. out of ideas. We're fresh out. I think coaching would be coaching yeah, and programming. Be, yeah. Coaching and programming would for sure, sure be top three. 100%. That would be a top. And I think coaching and programming are actually two very different things. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say, I would say, it, you know, that kind of fits into maybe your goal too. If, if the program is what above, the programming is. Yeah, what your, you know, if every time you go to a gym, you know, you see thirty muscle ups for time, and you're like, well, I can maybe just barely do a pull up, <laughs> right? Like, or you know, or yeah, or you did that yesterday. No, oh. no, I did not. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the other part too is like not being intimidated by CrossFit. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big. People get intimidated by CrossFit and they shouldn't because if you have a good coach, um, and the programming is suited to you, suited and scaled to you. As yeah, and scaled to you, right? That's For it, sure. Yeah. You're in good hands. You're going to be in good hands. And at the very least, you're going to do new things that you haven't done before, and you're going to get better at them if you do them. And you're going to feel damn empowered. I can tell you that for sure. I love it. So, damn empowered. Camaraderie, community, goals, accountability, accountability, coaching, 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 programming. programming. I like that. I like that. That's a pretty good list right there. Yeah. Well, I think we should end it right there, guys. You guys got anything else you want to add? 
Thanks for tuning in to the first episode here yeah. at CMP. Try out CrossFit gyms. Yeah. Fun. For sure, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Shame Thanks for plus. tuning in to episode zero. This is going to be the zero the hour zero? episode for God, Hardwater Radio. We've got a lot coming down the pike in 2018. we got a seminar series started. we got new apparel coming down the line. we got new partnerships coming down the line. If you guys are in the valley, in the Deer Valley area, you want to definitely check out CrossFit North Phoenix. And you're in the North Scottsdale area, you definitely want to check out CrossFit FSI. Check hardwater.com for all your apparel needs, and we will see you in the next episode. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.